Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will laugh with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war Several months ago, I became aware of an incredible initiative, a group effort by several individuals who have come together to craft strategies. Strategies to take down the deep state pandemic that has had a stronghold in this country and around the globe. Recently, I participated in a historic affidavit signing event right here in Tennessee. I did this because what I witnessed during the pandemic will forever haunt me. I knew I couldn't remain silent. I did this for every one of my patients who were lost due to these deadly hospital protocols and the complete and total medical mismanagement of COVID-19. Tyrannical overreach seems to be all the rage these days. It's been on the rise since March of 2020. But I submit that these tyrants aren't the problem at all. Tyranny's been around since ancient times. We've seen it in many forms throughout history. With the rise of technology, tyrants certainly have more tools at their disposal to maintain control over the masses, but they aren't the problem. The real problem are those who comply with the tyrants, the ones who fail to realize that the power lies with the people. It always has. I'll continue to rise up every single day until my last breath to ensure that justice is served for the victims of these atrocities, and I am certainly not alone in this fight. History will remember these as the greatest crimes ever committed against humanity. Nurses, doctors, healthcare workers, and healers, I pray that once you learn about these strategies that we are going to talk about today, that you too will join the remnant rising to finally bring an end to this COVID disaster. You're listening to Nurses Out Loud on the America Out Loud talk radio network. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Before we get started today, I do want to encourage our listeners, if you have questions or comments, or perhaps you want to share your own experiences with what you're seeing on the front lines of healthcare, you can submit those to any of the hosts by visiting americaoutloud.com forward slash nurses out loud. From there, you can select the name of the nurse you'd like to direct it to from our drop down menu. We'd love to hear from you. We encourage all of you to engage in the battle and find your voice in this fight. But until you're able to do that, we will be that voice for you. Joining me today, I have two amazing guests. Dr. Christiane Northrup is a visionary pioneer in women's health. She is a board certified OBGYN with more than 30 years of clinical experience. A former assistant clinical professor of OBGYN at the University of Vermont College of Medicine and a three-time New York Times bestselling author of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, The Wisdom of Menopause, and Goddesses Never Age. In 2013, Reader's Digest named Dr. Northrop one of the 100 most trusted people in America. In 2016, 
she was named one of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100, a group of leaders who are using their voices and talent to awaken humanity. And in 2020 and 2021, she was included in the Walk in Spiritual 100, a list of living people that make a unique and spiritual contribution on a global scale. In June of 2022, she was given the Lifetime Achievement Award by UI Media of Atlanta for her work in holistic health and fighting on the front lines of medical freedom. Along with Dr. Northrup, we also have with us today registered nurse Gail McRae. With over 10 years of experience in hospital medicine, Gail completed a double master's as a women's health nurse practitioner and certified nurse midwife. When she was forced from her clinical site and fired from her job in the Bay Area of California with Kaiser Permanente for refusing the COVID jab. Having been a COVID and cardiac nurse, she saw firsthand that COVID was being fraudulently misrepresented and the vaccines were causing massive harm and death in her community. After leaving her field and vowing never to return to the hospital setting, she set out to hold people criminally responsible for what was happening around her. She's now working with Dr. Northrup in Stand Firm Now, a nonprofit created to set legal precedents so that attorneys can start winning in court regards to all things related to COVID-19. Dr. Northrup, Gail, thank you both so much for joining me today. It is my pleasure. Um, here's the thing, and I want everyone to know this because you can relate. We watched this, those of us who could see it from the beginning, we watched as lawsuit after lawsuit, overreach after overreach, continued to be swept under the rug. So we started a, we mounted a lawsuit against our governor in April of 2021 and we simply asked what the cycle threshold was at which the PCR tests were being run. Anything more than 24 is a false positive. Yep. They shut down our state, shut down businesses, bankrupted people with a cycle threshold of 40, which was standard in most of the country. Well, that lawsuit was thrown out just as almost every other lawsuit has been thrown out by corrupt courts. And therefore, we realized then what we started to do was to support medical freedom candidates. And then we found out that there are so many rhinos in the Republican Party that it really didn't matter. I mean, they. I found out that in our Republican Party, and by the way, I don't care about either party because they're both corrupt, that the head of our Republican Party at the time was fully jabbed and mandated the shot in her practice, even for pregnant women. Wow. So, so much for medical freedom. So <clears throat> we went the usual route. Let us try to do something within the system using the legal system. So we went through the statutory system. That didn't work. I've seen the Liberty Council has done some good work, and that has worked for some religious exemptions. Um, and then we went the legislative route, and those elections were stolen. And finally, I was talking to attorney Sean Rice, who is a non-BAR attorney. BAR stands for British Accredited Registry. We've never been out from under the thumb of England. Think Pilgrim Society. They don't want you to know who they are. But they come from the Radnites, 
and then the uh, Babylonian money changers. We're still in the Babylonian pagan money changing system, and it is the banks that have enslaved us. And they paid these hospitals and doctors exorbitant amounts of money to foist these horrible mask mandates and shot mandates on millions and millions of people. So now I want to give you the strategy that Sean laid out. And he laid it out because one of my colleagues, Dr. Wade Hamilton, was reported to the Board of Registration in Medicine here in my state of Maine by a woman, a mother of a 16-year-old, because Wade questioned the COVID shot. Let me lay this out for you. So this 16-year-old comes in with chest pain, and she had been just given the Pfizer shot. And her mother wanted Dr. Hamilton to sign the thing that gives her permission to play in rigorous sports. Dr. Hamilton, a 40-year pediatric cardiologist, said, I am worried about myocarditis, and I want to wait a month before signing anything so that I can evaluate her. The mother reported him to the Board of Registration in Medicine, and now he is facing the loss of his license, which has been going on all over the country. So here's what Sean Rice said to him, and this leads to the strategy. So I want you to listen, everyone. And then every nurse, every massage therapist, every homeopath, every naturopath, every doctor, every nurse, if you do not, I'm sorry, I'm going to be really blunt. If you do not step up and get ahead of this, especially if you were part of this, then you're going down. You're going to be held accountable. But this is a chance for you to redeem yourself by signing our affidavit, which we put together, the 24 COVID commonalities. I think we're up to 300 and something exhibits. We put the website together, standfirmnow.org, on our own dime. This is a completely grassroots situation here. So here's what Sean said to Dr. Hamilton. And listen up, because this is exactly what's happening now. I told him that in my opinion, I would walk into any medical review board regarding COVID shots and pose a question before dealing with any of their concerns regarding my failure to approve or disseminate the COVID shot. That question is, do you have, and I want to see it, your limited immunity documents supplied to you from both the county prosecutor's office as well as the U.S. Attorney's Office for engaging in an ongoing felony homicide program. Then I would read them their Miranda rights, place a tape recorder on the table, and tell them, let's begin. That's what we're dealing with. Sean goes on to say, one doctor, one affidavit, even with exhibits, no big deal, three or four, okay, that's nice, 100, okay, good. 16,000 and this thing is over. Now, we've decided 4,000 would be good. Uh, didn't Dr. Malone claim he had 16,000 doctors on his side with similar opinions? I mean, 16,000 separate affidavits sworn under penalty of perjury with exhibits in support with the signer reading it into a video under penalty of perjury and posted on a website archive for court submission. It's a maxim of law that external actions indicate internal intentions. The fact that the powers that be in the government 
but government trustees, pharmaceutical companies, or people who are associated with the World Economic Forum and the media are pushing for a shot that is killing people is indicative of, of the fact that they are engaged in a eugenics program to reduce population. And by the way, I was just at a conference where attorney Todd Callender laid it out. This is exactly what it is. It is a global extermination project. The Georgia Guidestones that uh, came down with some rod of God technology had etched into them the number of humans that they wanted left, and that was 500 million. This constitutes homicide. Whether or not the homicide is outright intentional murder, manslaughter, or felony homicide depends upon the amount of involvement, direct or indirect, of the actions of the criminal in order to bring forth both a criminal case and a civil case. The charging party must file a criminal case first, followed by the civil action. You cannot do it in reverse. It is clear that prosecutors throughout the planet are not doing their job. And the question is, are they incompetent or are they being paid off? Think George Soros. When the affidavits are created and made self-authenticating by the fact that the doctor or nurse or healthcare professional in question has read their affidavit into video and swears that the data is true and correct, that will create testimonial evidentiary support for both the criminal complaint and the civil complaint. The neat part here is that after the criminal complaint is filed with the county prosecutor and or the United States attorney and or the county sheriff's department, thereafter, during the civil litigation discovery process, whatever the civil defendants disclose, those can be used in the criminal prosecution thereafter. It's a near perfect crossfire of legal process. Furthermore, if we start using an administrative adjudication process preceding the civil suit to get the other side to admit that the fact patterns in the affidavits are true and correct, it will be evidentiary already served in both the criminal and the civil litigation. Now, what he's referring to there is uh, an affidavit where they have to, it's called negative averment. And once these affidavits are filed, which Sean Rice will do when we get enough of them, once they're filed, it doesn't take discovery from a judge. No judge has to grant discovery. This is discovery. We're telling them what the truth is. And then what they have to do to get out from under it, they need to take every point on our affidavit of COVID commonalities. And guess what? We've done all the work for you. If you have not been living under a rock, you will be able to go down through the list of our COVID commonalities and agree that every single one of them is true. And if there's one that you're uncomfortable with, you just cross it out. You don't need to say do anything you're uncomfortable with. Anyway, Sean continues, keep in mind that, quote, the government, end of quote, are just people holding offices of trust, i.e. they are trustees. They have a higher standard of fiduciary duty. Fiduciary misconduct in office is a big deal. If it rises to the level of homicide, it may constitute treason against the sovereigns that put them in those offices. Now, listen to this, everybody, because you're going to hear it all over the data sphere is, well, you know, they're immune because the PREP Act and all of that and the Act of 1986 gave them immunity. It is not possible to legislate murder 
and somehow grant themselves immunity. That's very important for people to know. So <clears throat> we have to remember that the other side is engaged in the business of gaslighting as a tool for the purpose of taking over the economy through monopolistic capitalism, which is known as communism, via the social credit system. That's where this all has been leading. And once you know what's in the shot and how it can connect you up to the social credit system, you would be horrified. So we have to establish a fact pattern using evidence so that the other side can no longer lie about established facts. Sean says, once I have the 4,000 plus affidavits that support the exhibits, we can start the administrative adjudication process. After that, we can use the tool of negative averment affidavits of the complainant in concert with the order to show cause procedure to get the other side to admit that they are wrong. So this is not, uh, and, and doctors are told, oh no, if you sign this, you're gonna lose your US citizenship and all this other crap. It's not true. Now, there are four law forms. There's statutory law, there's admiral, maritime admiralty law, there's common law, and there's ecclesiastical law. Sean said you can't get anywhere unless you know how all those law forms work. So we are using all those law forms to get this thing done legally through the court system. So that's what I have to say. Gail, I would love for you to talk a little bit about the power of an affidavit, because I have to tell you, I didn't know what those were until this whole thing came about. Thank you. Yes. And thank you for having us on, Kimberly. It's You're great so to have yeah. other courageous healthcare leaders doing wonderful things. And we're all going to work together here to uh, make this thing go. So I, I love that question about the power of an affidavit because I have discovered through my adventures around the country over the last year and a half and engaging with uh, people who understand what's going on, that there's a lot of misunderstanding about affidavits. As a matter of fact, Dr. Malone and Dr. Peter McCullough uh, have had a conversation with me about it, both individually saying, oh, this isn't going to work. Affidavits aren't, this isn't a, this isn't a viable strategy. Well, here's what I have to say to that. The affidavits that they have filed, you can print up an affidavit and you can use it in a million different ways. And, and that is something that I would like to apply to what Malone and McCullough were saying is that you know, they weren't applying their affidavits correctly. So the way that we have constructed these affidavits, they have to be notarized. And once you notarize an affidavit, a notary at an officer of the courts, and the notarization confirms your identity and it confirms the validity of who you are and the truth and the statements you're making. So that in itself, uh, creates a legal document when you have that notarized. And so the the affidavits that uh, Malone and McCullough were talking about, I do not believe they were notarized. And I know for a fact that they were not supported by a video testimony. So the video, the video testimony, when you add that on top of the notary, it prevents the court from 
from dismissing the evidence by saying, oh, well, we can't confirm the identity of the person who that notary was um, was written in. No. So the video adds the icing on the cake so that the evidence cannot be dismissed by the judge. And that's really the difference here in what our our affidavit document, the power behind our documents be compared to the power behind the documents that Malone and McCullough have said, have put forth. So I want to just put it out there to any doctors and nurses who have signed um, the international uh, uh, affidavit that Malone and McCullough were a part of. Come to our side and sign these because this is where the power is. This is where we actually have an attorney who has been working with affidavits for 30 years. He is extremely experienced and knowledgeable in, like Christiane said, um, multiple jurisdictions in order to utilize the true power of the affidavit. So that is is why this legal action is going to work. So Gail, you said- I also want to touch on the part, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, I was just gonna ask, you, you were talking about that 4,000 is kind of the magic number that you're looking to get to at this point. Um, and we know that there's a lot of people that are starting to, not enough, but certainly there are many people that are out there and, and making their voices heard and talking about you know the, the criminality of what is going on. But you know this is where the rubber meets the road, right? This is where we need to um, step up and you know put our money where our mouth is. So do you think that people are afraid of that, the, of the legality of it, that of putting their, you know, themselves on video of putting it in a legal document? Is that what, what is stopping people or how, or, or people, do you find them stepping up and being willing to do it? I find them to be extremely fearful. And it's funny because Dr. Northrup came to me at the beginning and she said, well, the doctors are all too scared to do this. Let's let's get the nurses to do it. The nurses will do it. And then I come along and go after the nurses. And sure enough, the nurses are just as scared. <laughs> I, you know, which is so funny to me. I just, I can't understand it. You know, I'm, this is the time and you've heard me say you've listened to my um, my speech when I speak you know this is the time to be brave and to be bold if there ever was a time in history it is right now to stand up and be brave and inspire courage in others so hopefully that's what all of us yeah it's interesting well you know it's an interesting concept to think about Go ahead, Gail. I mean, tell I, tell the nurses your story because it's really important. You're there on the front lines of it. And then what you started to see, it's like, I can't live with myself. Let me give you, before you do that, Gail, let me tell you the story of another labor and delivery nurse. She was on a uh, live stream with me and four OBGYNs. She's seeing 22 stillbirths a month at her hospital in Florida, 22 stillbirths a month. She questioned it. And they told her she was not going to get her bonus. All the other nurses got their bonuses. Would you like to know the amount of their bonuses? $6,666. You can't wow. make this stuff up. Wow. And she oh, just said, I'm not, gosh. I'm not, listen, I, I want to shake you nurses. I want to shake you. Didn't you take an oath? 
didn't you don't you remember um you yeah. know Florence Nightingale come on stand the f up get up off your axis it is time i mean if you're waiting yeah someone to give you an order to do what is morally true we have to answer to a higher authority you will be held to account absolutely anyway i can't be more firm yeah than- it's really It's really interesting the way that we trick ourselves into staying quiet. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard this one. Well, I've got a kids and I've got a mortgage to pay, so I can't participate. Well, first of all, you know, you can sign one of these affidavits and it will have absolutely zero impact on your ability to maintain your job. You're, you don't have to quit. You don't have to walk away from your career in order to engage in bringing down these tyrannical beasts they don't they don't have any jurisdiction over this evidence this evidence is private and once it goes into the courts even at that point uh your employer is not going to be able to use this against you because this is legal evidence this isn't something that you can be fired over so that part of it is null and void but secondly you know what kind of an example are we setting for our children this is something that has really come home for me over the last year and a half um i i was just driving in my truck because i live in an rv and travel and it, it just hit me one day and i realized what i'm doing for my children you know this really isn't about me this is about this is about showing the next generation, how to stand in the light, act ethically, act morally, um, these qualities that, that, that they won't ever learn how to exercise if they don't see it as an example for them. And so that's something I would love to really encourage nurses and doctors to recognize is that, you know, we really are setting the example for our children and for the world, what we choose to do and the actions we choose to take or not take. Your silence is tacit consent. And it's like Christian Northrup, Dr. Northrup just said, when you, when you act in silence, you are a tool of the devil. So, you know, just, I would really just encourage people to recognize the power in coming forward and how wonderful it feels to be that good example. Exactly. And if we don't take a stand now, and like I said, we we have to, we have to stand up because if we don't, then we have to explain to our children, our grandchildren, millions of Americans that have even yet to be born that, you you know, our failure to do so is the reason that they have to live their life on their knees. I've said that time and again, and I'm not willing to have that conversation. And I don't think either one of you are either. But, you know, to your point, um, I've seen, you know, recently I had I had Dr. James Thorpe uh, on the show and I had uh, registered nurse Michelle Garshman, Garshman on the show as well, talking about what she had witnessed. And, you know, what what's been uncovered, it's just been horrific. You know, I've lost so much respect for so many of these physicians. Yes. Yep. Yes, indeed. This is what we have to do. Yes. Stand up. These people. I, I've lost complete respect for the American College of OBGYN, the American Board of OBGYN. I'm thrilled that I gave my license back 
in 2015. And at this point, okay, I'll give you about a year, right? To, okay, go along and all the rest of it. And it's safe and effective. I'll, I'll give you that if you've been brainwashed in that direction. But now, now, if you can't do this and you're still working in the system, um, heaven help you because that's the only one that will. And that, and that's what I have asked this question every, cause people ask me all the time. And I said, you know, what, what do you think is more frightening, you know, that they'd be complicit in the lie or that they don't know any better when they should. I mean, we'll leave it to all of you to decide which one of these scenarios is more frightening to you. Um, but it's, it's absolute insanity. But, and to your point about ACOG, you know, they, they very rarely, I feel like, have ever taken a, such a strong position on anything. And we've never done anything like this before with this most vulnerable population. I've never seen anything like this. And I used to work in OB. Um, they don't even let them eat deli meat when they're pregnant now. Um, they don't let them change a litter box, but here they are. <laughs> and they are, here they are just letting them go ahead and inject them with um, who knows what the hell's even in it. We don't know what's in it. Um, how do we, and how are we to provide informed consent when we ourselves are not truly informed? I don't understand it. Um, you can't, you, you can't body. understand it. You, you cannot. This is uh, MK Ultra yes. uh, uh, mind thing and <laughs> mind whatever control. I just learned from uh, attorney Todd Callender that the uh, quaxine contains a way to delete a gene that uncouples the frontal lobes of the brain so you can no longer think critically. Now, when the CD CDC had prepare for the zombie apocalypse on their website, I thought it was a joke. It's not no. uh, these people. If someone's had four shots, they're pretty much out. That, that's pretty much it. Unless, unless they got some saline ones in the beginning. We still, let me be very clear. We don't know what shots anyone got. We don't know because the doses, the, the shots were never standardized. We have intel that they sent the killer shots to the red states so it doesn't really matter. I'll tell you what's astounding to me. I was talking with a friend out in Sedona. She had no idea about the menstrual problems, the stillbirth problems, the miscarriage problems. Now I found a new one, Gail, uh, out in Michigan when I was at that conference, which is women are starting to lactate being around someone who's had the shot. Oh, wow. Our uh, research at My Cycle Story, and you can go to mycyclestory.com, which we started in April of 2021, when all these women were having bleeding problems just from being around so-called vaccinated people. I don't like to call it a vaccine because it isn't. And so we started a database because Facebook and Instagram, they were taking down, well, it would be Facebook, they were taking down these groups who were weighing in, just boom, 17,000 women and their stories just deleted. They're, they do the same with uh, with VAERS. Dr. Jessica Rose has pointed out the number of times they've removed the deaths of children from the VAERS database. And that only reports 1% of all of the vaccine injuries. So what we yeah. want to do, everybody, just download the affidavit from our website, put your name and address and phone number on there, get it notarized, scan it, upload it, 
read it and upload that. We've done it all for you, but it does take some steps. And I know that we're all busy, but if you want to be part of the solution, you will take what you know and take this action. Now, you should know there is no web archive database where all of our affidavits and videos are being collected. They are on three separate hard drives around the country. We do not want you to be targeted. We don't want your name on a list. We don't want you to be like the people who supported the truckers up in Canada who still are having problems with their bank account, although it looks like we'll all be having a little problem with our bank account soon enough. Yeah. Uh, but we are not, we're, we're going to uh, protect your identity. But on the other hand, we do ask you to sign a contract with our Stand Firm Now. Uh, it's a beneficent uh, corp soul uh, thing. It's it's not a 501c3. It's a 508c1a. Right. Okay, but uh, so but we don't right. want. It's to in put the private. Account. Yeah, it's in the private domain. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's important that we. So it, it's important that we. Um, take a take a stand like i said these these doctors these nurses that remain in complicit silence you know there's there's blood on their hands but they are going to have to face their judgment day and they will face the repercussions of their actions or their inactions on this side or the next america out loud talk radio plays on the iheart radio network you can also listen on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world we have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android, or Alexa, 24-7, great talk radio. All of our shows go to podcast the following day. You can hear them on apps such as Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for me. I'll catch you on the other side of this break. Stay with us. It's time and this is We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. 
Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.com. If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. Welcome back to Nurses Out Loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton. Wherever you're listening from today and whatever you're doing, I thank you for giving me the gift of your time. Let's jump right back in. We've been talking with Dr. Christiane Northrup and registered nurse Gail McRae. Now, I know that we talked about having the ability to go onto the website and, uh, you know, sign the affidavit and, and upload the testimony uh, and all of that. But there are opportunities like the one that I participated in here in Tennessee recently, where you can go and actually um, be a part of, of a signing event where you'll get together with other healthcare workers, um, other, you know, people who are, have witnessed the atrocities. And you are able to sign your um, affidavit. You're able to read through everything, sign it. Um, you have a, a notary right there on site that can notarize for you. So it kind of takes all of those extra steps um, and, and puts it into this really, I, I will say it was a really empowering experience for me. And in particular, the part where we get to read our um, affidavit and read our testimony into the record on video, I, I will say it was it was very empowering to, uh, to me because, you know, I feel like there was almost some healing in that opportunity. So thank you for that. Because I think one of the worst feelings in the world is helplessness. And that is how so many of us felt at the bedside, watching them murder our patients, you know, one after the other. And for me, that moment was so empowering and I'm so grateful to have that. So tell me a little bit about like, we. I know we have an event coming up here in Nashville. We've got uh, the American Freedom Nurses Summit that is coming up. That's going to be part of the larger American Health and Freedom uh, Summit and Expo here in Nashville. That is going to be April 28th through the 30th. Um, if you want more information on that, it's going to be uh, the wellness, the wellnessrevolutionworldtour.com. You can get tickets to that. But we are going to have the opportunity to sign these affidavits at that event and have it notarized and ha and read your testimony into video. Uh, Gail, tell me a little bit about these opportunities and if you have any more coming up. 
I love uh, what you said about hopelessness and helplessness. I wanted to just touch on that really briefly. Dr. Northrup and I have had a few conversations about this because it really, it's at the root of what stops people from engaging is this hopelessness and helplessness that leads to despair and inaction. And it's really paralyzing. And it really, that's something too, that I really think is learned. Uh, You know, we, I was practiced in exercising courage from a young age. I've had a lot of extraordinary experiences and adventures in my life that gave me the opportunity to exercise courage. And I think that that's something that people don't really realize it's in addition to, you know, you having a natural uh, ability to have courage, it's also learned. And that's, that's another thing, you know, that I want to bring people around to this idea of realizing, you know, maybe it's difficult for you to have courage. Maybe you've never really done this before. Maybe you've never stepped out. I would just encourage you to recognize that you can it's possible, you know, it's empowering. And that's what Kimberly was just speaking about is the power in signing these affidavits. It really does. I can't tell you how many times I've had people approach me either after reading their video or the next day and just say, wow, I just feel like a new person. And that really does come back to exercising that muscle of empowerment and courage. And it's, it's it's within you and when you realize you have it 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 feels so incredible to work that muscle out so join us um the events uh there's one uh that i'm going to be doing here in atlanta georgia uh tomorrow night actually if anyone wants to get a hold of me for the details of that that's tomorrow so that is uh march the 15th in atlanta georgia uh, they can contact me at gail.cl at proton.me, and I'll get you the details. There's another event that I'll be speaking at in Sarasota, and we'll be having a signing party there. Uh, that will be on March 20th. That's Monday at 9 a.m., and that's at the Sarasota Memorial Hospital. Uh, this is a, a press conference. There's actually going to be a lot of cool people there. Dr. Brian Artis is speaking. Dr. Pete Chambers will be there. Uh, Attorney Tom Renz, Dr. Jane Rudy, uh, and a few others. So uh, firefighters will be represented there. It's going to be a really great event. And we will have notaries there present. So come on over and empower yourself. And then we've got a few more too. Uh, Christian, do you want to talk about the San Diego event? Yes, we're going to do one in San Marco. Um, this is going to be at the home of one of the premier freedom fighters. He's a guy who has a, uh, he he knows everybody in this space, but he also is a disaster intervention specialist, meaning that if the roof blows off your hospital in a hurricane, his team goes there to help. <clears throat> he and his wife have a a vaccine injured son and that's how they woke up and uh, they spent years and years getting him to the point where he can go to school and all of that and uh, Tracy Slepovic wrote a book called Warrior Mom which was her whole adventure 
of uh, reversing the injury of her son. So they're great patriots, and we are going to have uh, not only an affidavit signing on April 15th, so this is right near San Diego. I'll be speaking. We're going to be having uh, probably Karen Kingston, Judy Mikovits, and uh, and we'll have my friend Jeff Weitzman, a filmmaker there, who also was famous for... <laughs> going into Sprouts when things were really locked down in 2020 and letting people know that mandates were not laws. And he would just go into shop. He got arrested once. And of course, they dropped the charges because they had no leg to stand on. So Jeff was a very early adapter of that kind of courage. And so he'll be there uh, doing the, the videotaping. Now, remember, we're not just looking for doctors and nurses. We're looking for anyone who's in the healthcare space, physical therapy, naturopath, homeopath. My massage therapist said that what she's finding is she's got all these people who are having uh, equilibrium problems. They're they're very dizzy. They're falling all over the place. Um, so anyone who's touching bodies, interacting with uh, people's health, uh, dietitians, um, anybody, orderlies, people who've been around it, nurses, uh, aides, physician assistants, anyone in the vast uh, network that we call uh, medical care or direct patient care. We want you signing this affidavit. Would we like 4,000 doctors? You bet. Well, most of them are wean bags. Let me just be very clear. Don't listen, I love but, I, yeah, but, I, but I understand because today's doctors went through medical school, they get out of there owing a half a million to 700,000 in debt. Exactly. And if they don't pay that off, and then the only way they're going to pay it off now is to keep their mouth shut. And exactly. yeah, Some, somebody said that recently, they were like, oh, they need to make medical school free. I said, they will never do that because that is how they keep everybody in line. They hold a little carrot over their head and that's how they keep everybody in line. So you're never going to see the day when they make medical school free. No, at this point, though, they're making medical school communist. Oh, they yeah. are uh, they're actually admitting students on the basis of equity, diversity, inclusion. When you hear equity, diversity, inclusion, you think communism, it's never going to work. Now, my whole field of OBGYN has been totally taken over yeah. with chest feeding, gender affirming hormones, birthing parent. It is, it is absolutely nuts. And as Dr. Um, Thorpe says, uh, there's never, ever, ever been a time when we injected pregnant women. Actually, there has been. I remember when they started doing DPT and flu shots in the second trimester, and that was in the 90s. I had stopped doing obstetrics by then. I was absolutely horrified, horrified. I refused to endorse some of the books that some young, otherwise great OBGYNs were, were writing because they had lies in there. You know, did the flu shot cause my miscarriage? Oh no. And flu shots in pregnancy prevent you. Here, here's the myth, everyone, that you need a COVID shot or a flu shot because if you're pregnant and you get sick, then it's going to be so much worse than if you had the shot. And that's an outright lie. We have uh, studies. How would, from we even know? how would we even know how you would do without it? 
That's right. Well, we do know now because they've done some studies showing that that's just a lie, but that stuff gets censored. Um, you know, we've been doing um, studies on our My Cycle story. So we have, I think, now three peer-reviewed studies on that. Uh, but anyhow, our strategy, here's the thing, everybody. It's so easy to say, oh, that won't work, or that won't work, or that won't work. Good. Go to the back of the line. Come back when you have something that you've put yourself on the line for. You come back then. Then tell me what works, what doesn't work. I'm so tired of people. Here's what they do with our group, Main Stands Up. They come in. Well, here's what you should be doing. You all should be doing this, that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, we have people running for school board. We have people running for town office. We have people growing food to share with everyone else. We've got homesteaders. We've got preppers. We've got everything going on. So when someone comes up and says, this is what you should be doing, what we say is, that's a great idea. And when you've got that figured out, come on back to the group and we'll all pitch in because we're interested in ideas yeah. that work for everybody. And if you don't have a solution and you just want to tell me what I should be doing, I don't want to hear from you. Absolutely. I get a lot of that. I get a lot of that. They're like, you know, everybody wants, we're trying to create, you know, with Remnant Nursing, um, which we're, we're a private membership association, a 508C1A, you know, we're offering concierge nursing services and, and trying to really break away from this broken, oppressive sick care system that we've, you know, been a part of for so long. But I have nurses, they just want everything. We're building this from the ground up. It's a grassroots effort and people just want it packaged in a pretty little bow. And I'm like, you know what? when you when you want to tell me you know what you're going to do because you're doing nothing <laughs> so you know everybody has something to say but you know if you can't put the work in then I, honestly i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it because we've been out here and we've been we're not just complaining about the problem we're all searching for solutions and a way to fix it but where do we go from here because so many people are distrustful of this system and especially in like the ob uh, space i've actually been really praying over adding a midwifery component to what we're building and creating with remnant nursing because like i said earlier i don't trust a single one of these OBGYNs. i trust dr northrop and i trust dr thorpe and that is about it that is about it uh, dan mcguire <laughs> who's down in, <laughs> down in florida and kimberly bist in st petersburg okay. she's she's incredible mm -hmm. there there are there are a few. But, so we got about four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. There's very, very few. But where you go, first of all, go to standfirmnow.org. And if you want to be added to our mailing list so we can keep you updated, then there's a, there's an email section there where you could just send us your email. But I want you to look for the events. And then we we will email you where the event is. We do not put those addresses on our website. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you tell me why. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had on yes. average, uh, Clay Clark gets shut down um, three times when he chooses a venue for the Reawaken America tour before he finds one, because of the minute he says he's going to do a, a tour there, then Antifa and BLM come and attack the people who own the venue they get scared and then they say, oh, we can't, we can't have it here. So we are not going to give you the address, although Sarasota Memorial, that's fine. And I love 
symbolically that you're having it there. That place has killed all kinds of people. Um, and uh, they're they're in the crosshairs. I, I love that Sarasota is getting their comeuppance. So, yeah, go over and see There's Gail. There's a lot of leaders. Hmm? There's a lot of leaders down there. And I really want to bring this back around to what Kimberly and Dr. Northrop were just saying about about, you know, the people coming forward with ideas. I really think that it's 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 prudent to to identify that we are really distinguishing the minors from the adults here. You know, the people who <laughs> yes. want stuff handed to them in a pretty package, those are the children. We are the adults that are coming forward with private secure actions and you know like we've all been saying like this is grassroots we can be trusted and that's the thing that that we need the the people to understand is that you know when you come on to a a show like this with people like us we are the foot soldiers on the ground come and meet us at an event look into my eyes let me talk to you about what I saw happen in Kaiser Permanente in the Bay Area of California when I was forced to administer remdesivir and watch people decline, when I was forced to wear a mask on my face, when 80% of my population read lips because they were so hard of hearing. You know, we were forced into these positions to commit atrocities, and we recognized the, the criminality in what was happening and stood up. And so I, I want our here the, the listeners to really hear that you know we are the leaders we are the adults here that are trying to pave the way to freedom and in and um integrity and ethical medicine and creating that better space so come and join us because it's going to be you know by the once we get there because we will we will get there i hope we'll get there with all of you listening because that's what would make this process go more smoothly and uh more more gracefully is is to get all of of these folks to come along with us but we will get there we are 100% committed and uh it's not going to end until we come out on top so come and join us and change the world with us because it's an amazing feeling when you do. Amen, Gail. I'll tell you what, Gail, it's, you're a hundred percent right. And the many of the people, they are really quick to discredit us, but most of those people will never have a discussion. They will never have a conversation with me and listen to my story, listen to what I'm in the room. Um, you know, that, that is definitely something that I find I have, so many times offered to debate, not even to debate, just to have a discussion, just civil discourse. Um, any nurse or any other doctor who might disagree with me and they won't do it. I've invited them on the show. They will not do it. But, you know, doctor. We should doctor get together and do that. You know, get get the team of us, you and I and, and the others who are awake to what's happening on. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, we've got a Twitter space. We've got a Twitter space uh, happening tonight, actually. You should try to jump on. And this will air, of course, after that. But um, uh, we've got a Twitter space that's going on tonight uh, at 8 p.m. We'd love to have you guys come on uh, with Nurses Out Loud. All of the nurses will be there and we'll, right. we'll open it up for questions. But I would say like Dr. Northrup, you know, is a perfect example of going from, you know, being just completely revered as, you know, one of the most trusted people in America 
to now being labeled a member of the disinformation dozen. So, which by the way, kudos to you on that badge of honor. You know, I'm really gonna have to step up my game. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite credential. You know, since I think the New York Times is a bunch of crap now, and um, PBS and all the places where I had my massive success, I don't trust any of them. And uh, so, you know, what I tell people, stop trying to lash yourself to the deck of the Titanic, people. It's yeah. going down. Yeah. Get in a lifeboat now. Yeah. Stand firm now is one of those lifeboats. Now we know that about 1% of those listening, 1% will do something. I honor you. I bless you. I thank you. The rest of you is between you and Jesus. Because oh, I, I don't really have the time for you. I forgive you and I can love you from afar, but you're not in my inner circle. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right. And there's only so much we can do. We can pray for people and we can hope, but if they don't see it by now, I don't think that they ever will. But you know, there's gonna be a time and it's coming very, very quickly where you know I was just following orders. It's not gonna suffice to save any of you, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't. No. You know, no. at this point it really it shouldn't. Um, and I'm sad and I pray for you. And like like Dr. Northrup just said, I love you, but I, I can't be a part of that any longer. Yep. All right. I think we've and we are <laughs> moving forward to build. Absolutely. We've definitely covered we'll the gamut. Absolutely. We've we've covered the gamut here and I appreciate so much you got both joining me uh, today and just talking about these legal strategies that we're able to use uh, moving forward. And I'm so excited to see where we will go from here. And that's all the time that we have for today, friends. But remember, we are here on the air five days a week, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern with a different nurse host daily please be sure to tune in and listen to myself and my amazing sister nurses. As we walk you through all of these hot topics, we will empower you with information and education. We will advocate and we will stand in the gap for you because we are nurses and this is what we do. I'm your host, Nurse Kimberly Overton, and you can find me here every Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Until next time, be safe, be well, and God bless. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.com your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts, and videos so we can help secure America's future. Tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as I hand off the baton to Nurse Michelle. We are in a war for the truth. We're putting out a bounty on the real misinformation and exposing the purveyors of propaganda. Join us weekdays with a different nurse host daily. No topic is off limits as we shine our lights and expose the darkness. It's time